The Pinball Network is online. Launching Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. All right. I think we're good. Yeah. Travis, you're pointing. You can hear me? Travis, you good? <laughs> Please don't act like you can't hear me. Of course I can hear you, Joel. We just did sound checks before we even I hit know, the button. I know, but I just, I would not put it past you. For Joel, I'm ready. Away. You, Joel, I I'm see ready. him. Dude, you're in the comfy too, man. I'm ready. You are. I'm ready. ready to go. I'm, I'm, right. I'm in the zone tonight. Let's do this. Wonderful. Tom, you are ready? You? <laughs> yeah, I'm cutting you off. Hell Travis. yeah. <laughs> Tom, I'm glad you're ready, man. Appreciate it. Um, well, yeah, here we go. We. We're three guys who like to talk pinball, so we came up with a clever name. We're Joel and Travis Scott who talk pinball, and we call ourselves Triple Drain, Triple Drain, Triple Drain. We're Triple, Triple Drain. Triple Drain. <laughs> well, you know, I, I got to give it to us. You know, we've, oh crap. Travis, what? I see your hands in the air. Joel, what is going on? I'm not right. muted. I'm not muted. I know you can hear me. Okay, Tom and I, we are freaking fired up. Tom's brought Whoa. the soundboard. I, we danced <laughs> during the intro, and you're just sitting there with your arms crossed, yep. just like staring uh, daggers to deal with at us something. Two idiots no. <laughs> just keeping it, just keeping it professional. No, like, no. Like, what I was noticing on? was I looked at the time, and it's nine twenty nine. We said we were going to record at nine thirty. Somehow the three of us all showed up at 922 with working equipment. We had the shortest pre-show conversation we've ever had. Oh, I, look, I get it. Yeah. I, I understand now why you're, yeah, you're upset. You didn't get to make fun of me for like 15 <laughs> minutes before we started recording. <laughs> no, That's yeah, what Tom, it and is. I, Tom and I really just want to start recording without you. And now you're showing up on time. You're actually ready to go. I don't know what's going on, but 24 episodes, Travis, I'm glad you finally figured it out. So congrats, man. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, yeah, last time we recorded, the three of us all recorded in the same room. You know, um, Travis was ripping them on my bed. Um, it was <laughs> it was good. It was, he, he was eating, physically eating on your bed. Yeah, yeah. Crumbs galore. No, it was a good time. Cleepin was a good time. That What was funny is we recorded. Everybody left. I was still awake. I was like, I'm going to start editing this. And, you know, when you're immediately listening to a conversation you just had, I got about halfway through and I'm like, what am I doing? It's 1.30 in the morning. So I stopped, woke up the next day, finished editing it that day, which was a Sunday morning. And I think um, Zach actually had it uploaded like later that day, which is pretty awesome. So props to Zach for doing that. That was a good time. It was a good time recording in person. Um, the audio quality sucked, but it was, it was still an enjoyable experience. Props to Ray Day for just showing up at the hotel and, and yeah, there we go. And giving his two cents. And then, uh, I mean, holy crap, how long? <laughs> and then Monica, I, for, I stole forgot the show. I had to hit the button yeah. again. Yeah. Monica stole the show right at the end. Um, so way to bring her into that there, Travis. So, yeah. And, hey, that was your mortal you enemy gonna, apparently last weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you going to congratulate Travis? Well, I was just yeah. saying this now that that's Thank done. Thank you, Tom. That yeah. was Saturday night. I really appreciate it. That's why you're my favorite one. Yeah, I know. No. No, <laughs> hey, I'm top you. three. So yes. Sunday, <laughs> yes, you are. Sunday rolled around and, um, yeah, me and, and Tom, we're, we're just there to be supportive and had a great, have a great time. Uh, Neil was still in it. Travis, so we're talking about Cleepin. This is the the Cleveland Pinball Expo. There was a tournament there. Uh, Travis had made finals. 
Neil, um, Neil got out what first round? I mean, uh, well, no, yeah, it was second, quarter of the finals. second round, right? Yeah, yeah, quarter finals. He had a buy. But, so he went in. Unfortunately, yeah, he he so got what out. Was, what was strange about that is he was actually driving the bus, but he was in a tiebreaker with uh, Shannon Stafford. Hey, Shannon. Uh, but uh, the weird thing is in that tournament is your basically your tiebreakers you you don't get to pick it's yep. just random draw so kiss got picked neil was like well okay but i would have picked something else and then he ended up losing yeah i remember that there was a few tiebreakers and i remember that even the day before there was a tiebreaker and everybody was surprised like wait what you know not right. the highest seed the high seed isn't picking it's they literally ran a random number generator it sped out a number and they're like oh you're playing turtles so um, yeah, I yeah. mean, I could, I could see that for something where, you know, the tournament is random draw the entire time, but you know, when you're the bus driver, you should be the bus driver. Yeah. yeah at a herb, at a herb event, especially if it's a Stern pro circuit event, I would much rather have somebody be the bus driver because they earned it. They, they played skillfully the whole time to get there and they deserve to have that advantage. So but, to me, yeah, I, I do not like the random number right. generator but not taking anything away from shannon because he he played amazing you know yeah. i'm just saying the the format so just you know that way you don't end up on cosmos for people right <laughs> right right for yeah. people Which, considering running tournaments you know it's just something to think about in the future well tom yeah. isn't free play florida they're still running from my understanding because we had a, a bunch of competitive players yes. just text us this past weekend or maybe right before this past weekend talking about the free play Florida format. Right. So it looks like apparently they're still going to do what they did last year, which is it's reverse ordered finish. So right. Joel, what that means is if you take last in mm -hmm. your group, you get to pick the game the very so next they time. Try to like even the playing field every round. It's yeah. just, well, yeah. And it, it just doesn't make any sense because it encourages you to actually lose like you you might have to actually lose on purpose i've been in a oh, tournament yeah. before yeah. to where after winning the first game and i had a bad first ball i was just like why why is there any point to yeah. to playing this out and trying to scratch and claw my way to a second or third place when i could just go ahead and just wait and just get my game pick for game three and so i mean there it looks it's like a, they're going to do this again strat it is, but at the same time, though, the ability to be able to pick your game because you're picking that game because you believe you can win. Mm -hmm. That's I mean, that's the reason why you're picking it. So it's just kind of one of those things that I'm very surprised that that format is still going to take place again. And so just like Tom and I were talking about a second ago with Cleepin, I mean, it's if you're the bus driver, let people be the bus driver. But whenever you're in a herb event, I I personally don't see any value in making it reversed order finish because then it's just, you know, to me, it's just, you, you take away hours upon hours of qualifying. You take away any incentive to be a bus driver. You take away any incentive to really be a, a high qualifier, you know, because there's still incentive to even if you're not the first seed in your group to be the second seed in your group, since yeah. you usually get to choose, you know, your position next. Yeah. So I remember we talked about this on a previous episode that I doubt you ever want to be in a tournament where you're deciding whether or not you want to play well or not. You know, if, right. if it's, if it's in a, if it's 
in a situation, I mean, yeah, you don't want to see anybody literally throwing their hat. Like I'm done with this game. Like I'm purposely sucking at this game so that I have an advantage next game. Like that just seems kind of counterproductive, but no, I, there was a lot that I learned, not only participating in the tournament, but also watching the tournament. And one thing that I've always been impressed by when watching tournament streams was in my mind, I'm like, how are these guys so good at these games? You know, they're just, they can just step up to these games and they just know the shots. They can just play them. What I totally didn't take into account was Travis, you're playing, you're, you're in finals on Sunday. You got there Thursday. So essentially from all day, Thursday, all day, Friday, most of the day, Saturday, you're playing the same nine games over and over and over again. So you guys are learning that game. You're understanding that game. So it's not like you're walking up fresh. I mean, you you know that game, uh, you know, over the course of playing it so many times so that when finals comes around, it is very clear, you know, if Carlos, Carlos was had top seed, we know what Carlos is going to pick based off of the killer scores that he was putting up on Attack from Mars. While Travis, you had the number one spot in Quicksilver for days so it's like, okay, if Travis actually had the choice to pick a game, he's probably going to take Quicksilver because he had the number one score that nobody was able to beat until the very end. That's a that's a whole other thing that Teolus. we can get into. But <laughs> Damn you, Teolus. Yeah. But I, I that's something that just from an outside observer, I didn't realize. I didn't realize it is very clear that normally as the days goes on, everybody gravitates towards certain games that they become more comfortable with. You guys know this. So if you're picking against another... Uh, you know, particular op- opponent, you're probably going to, do you want to pick the game you want, or do you want to pick a game you know they don't want? And there's way more strategy there than I, than I think I'd ever given you guys credit for. So that was pretty cool, but Hey, I got to give it to you, Travis. Come Sunday, you know, Tom, myself, Neil, we're all just observers. Monica, we're all rooting you on watching and um, yeah, you made it really far. So I don't know if you want to kind of, I don't know, talk about that, but yeah, your Sunday experience. I mean, it was fun in general. I hate taking second place, though. That's, a, yeah. I think, the second time this year in the Stern Pro Circuit event I took second. So I've never won one. That's, like, in the fills, Joel. It's totally in the fills. <laughs> like, I really want to win very badly. But, you know, the reality is, is Carlos, he just played outstanding. I mean, it, we, yeah, it's like when you walk up and you are at, like, 8 billion on ball three on attack from Mars and you're in third place. Yeah. At the time, it's like, okay, you know, the, everybody there can play at that point. Anybody that makes finals can play, but especially just like you were talking about before, when everybody has the opportunity to play the same games over and over and over again, you get dialed in to the bounces, to the tilts, to understanding where all the shots are. I mean, it it makes for a very fun and competitive environment. It makes yeah. it a lot more fun knowing that you have to blow up a game more times than not. In order to survive that format, because, yeah, if you're playing a match play tournaments, random, random draw, everything, you may not have to blow something up because then oftentimes people are going in cold. They may not know the bounces, you know, what have you. But when you're dealing with tournaments like this, it's and you could even see this if you watch the UK Open. And I think this even happened at a pinball at the lab, which was interesting because that wasn't a herb. But at the same time, they've got to play those games. And so you get to know the bounces, you get to get to figure out what you want to do. And so, yeah, it just makes for a, a much more fun finals, in, in my opinion. And, and I like that. I like the atmosphere of knowing, OK, this player's picking this game because they believe they can win at that game. 
mm-hmm. and the rest of us got to try to play catch up. And, you know, that's, that's what's fun about it. And that's what makes competitive pinball a lot of fun. Well, what I thought was fun was come Saturday when you're like, I've got to get in all of a sudden you shifted to Corvette. You were just focused on Corvette. You were like, I got to get that up. So all of a sudden you just are playing Corvette and you blew it up. Like you blew it up and you're like, done, I'm done. Let's go to dinner. I'm good. So I thought it was funny that come the next day, it was like, you just dominated on Corvette. Anytime that you guys played Corvette, you just blew it up. And it was just one of those like, okay, don't mess with Travis on Corvette. Got it. Just like Los was blowing up Attack from Mars. You know, everybody starts, I don't know, really honing in on certain games, which is pretty incredible. It's one of those things too, and Tom can attest to this, that qualifying, you realize that you have space to make mistakes. Like it's okay. You can requeue. And I myself, I made a crazy tactical mistake all weekend long playing the way that I did in qualifying. I talked to some other people about this, about the the choices I was making and just basically how my approach was. I decided to change it up a little bit. And now I'm going to go back to the way I did things originally because it, it cost me. It cost me getting into classics and then it cost me a great position in Maine to where I was down towards the bottom. So I don't want to do that anymore, but Tom can test this, that after qualifying, when you get into finals, then that's when you have to turn it on because mm-hmm. you got no more requeues, You got no more voids. You have to put up a score and you have to be strategic. You have to be skillful and you have to understand where you want to go with the game. You know, you understand what the game's going to give you at that point. And so you know what your plan of attack is going into there. And oftentimes it might shift too. If somebody puts up a crazy ball one, yeah, it might shift a little bit, but yeah, that's what all goes into it, that your mindset just changes and you want to get the win. Well, I mean, now that I'm a tournament player, I totally understand what you're saying. (laughs) I can really relate to you. And I mean, my, my tournament experience, yes, it is me versus all the other people, but it really, it just felt like it was me versus the game. And every time that I finished, I was just like, I can do better. And so you want to buy another ticket. You want to try again. And sure, I was comparing numbers specifically against Monica. I just picked one name that I knew that was on the list that I felt like I could pass. And it was, I mean, it was a lot of fun, but I'll be very curious next time I have a chance to play a tournament and actually go head to head because for you to have an amazing, you know, ball two on Corvette, now all all of a sudden everybody is changing and trying to adapt to try to, and it's, you are, I mean, it's you versus the game, but it's, it is very much you versus the other people. So Congrats on the second finish. I think it is funny. Monica had finished third the night before. So I know we were joking around. It's like, he better <laughs> he better finish third or above or it's going to be a weird ride home. So, I mean, wait, well done, sir. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, kind he, sir. I appreciate he, it. He, just he did, did a fist, a fist pump. pump. Yeah, yeah. For all the, for all the listeners. Here. No, I was tipping my cap. Oh, oh. that's an aggressive tip. I don't, Jeez. Well, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm an aggressive guy, Joel. You know this. Well, <laughs> I, I apologies to all the uh, white knights out there for Joel Rogan. I was not meaning any violence <laughs> towards him just now. I was just tipping oh, no, my cap we're still worried him. about. Yeah, we're still. So, OK, we've had a lot of conversations about that. The reality is we enjoy poking fun at each other. We understand, though, that we should let the other person finish what they're saying before we interrupt with our hilarious quip, you know, because I know we're also witty. Um, no, no, you, you <laughs> for all those out there keeping score at home, I know some of y'all don't realize this, but read the titles to our podcast. Yeah, they're all, they're all hilarious. 
Yes. Most of them might be at your expense, but they're all yeah, hilarious. Exactly. Okay? Most hey, of if them the two might of you guys, fun of me, you yeah. know, yeah. typically what happens is I edit the podcast and I'm like, I want this done. I want it out. And I take all of about 10 seconds to think of an episode name. So if you, the two of you want to, you know, submit a thought, you know, towards the episode title, I'll listen. I may not type it in, but I'll listen. <laughs> so, Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. So there we go. So Cleepin, it was an amazing tournament experience. I, you know, congrats to Carlos. I mean, he blew it up. He had a great weekend. It was a lot of fun. Really cool seeing those people. And shout out to Chuck Wirt and his crew streaming the thing. It was it was fan, fantastic. So just all around just, good time. Uh, yeah, we got to mention uh, this weekend was the UK Pinball Open. And uh, what a freaking amazing tournament Neil McRae put on in in London. We're going to give him some applause right now. There we go. There we go. Unfortunately, I had not had a chance to watch that, but that will be something I will have on the third monitor <laughs> this week as I, uh, as I work. But it should be a good time. So moving right along to number two. James Bond, the Bond 007. We still don't know the exact, the official. I don't think we know the official name of the game, but it was officially announced. So I know we discussed this when we were at Cleepin. It was announced that that Thursday, the Thursday later, and basically what the announcement involved was a bunch of high res photos and a a pro featurette, a premium featurette, and an LE featurette, and that's it. We don't have any other, you know, we don't have anything else from Stern. No announcement on um on when the game will be streamed um there was a stern insider podcast that was a good time listen to that highly encourage that but um yeah it's been weird it's been like from you know for tom and i it's been one thing like how interested in are this game is this a game that i'd potentially buy travis it's been a whole nother experience now that you work for a distributor this is is this your first game reveal since you've been with the pinball company yep so what how was it now being on the other side how'd that feel stressful (laughs) (laughs) these past couple of weeks it's been really stressful just from the um i guess the initial release getting delayed and then all these leaks getting out and then you know not really having it it doesn't feel like we've had an official I, i guess an official reveal you know even though it technically was just because everything's just been so discombobulated this whole yep. entire time, like my camera going out. Yeah, we'll no, right no signal. On. There he yep. is. <laughs> there he but is. no, so it's yeah, it's been interesting. Um, it's just it's one of those things that it's definitely it's it's been bumpy. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're just kind of like all the other dealers, just kind of waiting back and seeing. Okay, you know, they put it out there that the Elwin game is coming, but we don't know what it looks like besides the one leak that got yeah. out. And I say leak, I, I don't even know if somebody grabbed that from the James Bond website or if they released it, you know, I, I'm just, I'm so confused at this point with what's what that I'm just in a set and wait and let's just see what ends up coming out next. Apparently Google found it. Like I, there's some, there's some smart people on pin side, but they literally messed around with the filters on Google and found a way to like, they were basically searching for photos on, I think it's 007.com or it's like 007 fans.com or something that's where the first two high res image leaks came from of the pro and premium. And they were just messing around with filters and all of a sudden, boom, there's, there's a picture of the Keith Owen 40th game now or 60th game. Now what I think is funny is I was doing a stream. So this came out on a Wednesday, that Wednesday night on the pinball network, I was doing every other, every other Wednesday I do a chatting stream 
and we're we're going to go in and talk about Bond. Well, like an hour before we started that chatting stream, that picture shows up. So we're all just trying to wrap our heads around it. And tr- we're really like, is this for real? Is this? And from what I heard, it's like, yeah, that's they pulled it straight from the site that they pulled the other the, the other photos from. So here we are in my stream chatting about it. The It was me, Craig Bobby, Hottie with Frisco Pinball and David Dennis. So the four of us were all talking <laughs> about Bond. And we started saying a few, com- well, one of the things in, in the podcast that the Stern Insider podcast that they announced, Gomez was talking about having score reels in the back box. And we're like, okay, that's crazy. <laughs> Score reels. <laughs> score reels. Manual score reels in the back box. Yes. Well, this picture, you're looking at the picture and it just looks like a standard stern cabinet. And then in the little LCD screen, it showed on the LCD screen score reels. And we're like, are these, are they literally making digital score reels? Like what is going on? Well, then out of nowhere, I look over in the chat and whose name do I see? I see Keith Elwin. <laughs> Keith Elwin has appeared in our chat and he said, he said, does that look real? And then he's like, look at the start button and the coin, the coin insert buttons. And I was like, what? And you look at the photo, the start button is blank and the coin insert buttons are blank. And it's like, he goes, does that look real? And so that was kind of a straight from the <laughs> straight from him. Basically, like he didn't say it, but he was basically saying like, this is not. I don't think the the, the image is like bitch slap by Keith Elwin. <laughs> I think he just steered us in the right direction. And he's basically, uh, what I'm guessing is that's a mock-up. I totally think it's a mock-up. So I don't know if we can trust the artwork. I My guess is, and, and Keith actually reached out to me later. He's like, the score reels are mechanical. Like they there are going to be score mechanical. So I don't know if, if that means the entire back box is going to look different or if they're going to stick to the standard form factor, but instead of having an LCD monitor, they'll have something else physically in that same spot to show the score reels. Don't know, but I would just say the one photo that's out there that is going around, it's, I, I know for a fact, it's not hundred percent accurate and that's straight from Keith Ellen, which is pretty incredible. So I don't know with that said though, from, I mean, where are you guys at with that? Are you guys, I, I just, it seems like a lot of people, I mean, they want anything and everything Ellen. So are you excited about it, but also because of the worry of the price point? Are you trying not to get your hopes up too much? Or I don't know. What are your thoughts on the Keith Ellen 60th game? I'm I'm excited one of my friends is getting one. Oh, okay. Do you, is that a fact? Like, you know, for a fact, a, somebody's... That is a fact, Joel. Fact. Okay. Is District 82 <laughs> getting one or is that... No. God, no. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> All right. All right. They got to keep police force. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then but, Travis... Uh, Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I'll be out on the 60th edition just because of rumors of price, thirty thousand dollars or something. Crazy. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, it could be anything. Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds like there's no set price for it right now. Yeah, from my understanding, but uh, you know, I, I think this is going to be very Elvira 40th edition. Yeah, and if Elvira prices are going to be all over the board. But there's, I saw right now on Facebook, right now, there's two new inbox Elvira's that are set at like 20 plus, $20,000. So you're $20,000, $21,000, even used. So if, if that's a bar, I mean, I, I think there's good chances Owen game's going to be 25 plus. I mean, I don't know, Travis, from a distributor standpoint, are you like, how do you even, I don't know, you don't have to go too far into it, but it's like, 
How do you Joel, I would for that? sell or, the game for a hundred thousand if I could. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I yeah, like but, money, yeah. Joel. So, yeah, so right. three three stern pros for an Elvira 40th edition. Well, yeah, it's it's a good I game. Mean, the the but... thing is, <laughs> the price the pricing for the next Elwin game that's coming out that's the sixtieth anniversary. We honestly, we have no idea. Yeah. We there's no information yet or anything like that. I'm sure that information will start coming out soon enough whenever they uh, they reveal the game in full. But I mean, right now we we have very little information on it. Besides that, it's obviously probably going to be pricey. I mean, if there's not that many units and it's a 60th anniversary and it's being touted as the fourth tier mm-hmm. of this game or the fourth version, I guess. You could say, I mean, yeah, it, it wouldn't shock me if that price point does push above $20,000. But that being said, I have no clue what it looks like. N- nothing more than what you guys have talked about here. Yeah, that's crazy. And I would say, I mean, the the reveal came out on Thursday. And what did they really do? I would say the videos, it was great seeing high-res pictures. It was great seeing, you know, some high-res video and and seeing some of the shots. Mm-hmm. And it answered a few questions. Overall, and then we actually saw the LE. I think the LE, I really, I like the colors that are used in that. The powder coating school, but it was a surprise that 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 gold finger is not was not the game. So, it, but then in this turn insider collect uh, connected podcast, George basically was like, "Well, depending on sales, maybe maybe gold gold finger would happen." So everybody's hearing that they're like, "All right, they're going to do just like Elvira 40th edition, where a year down the road, boom, here's another LE." version that's gold gold it's like are they and so the people are already annoyed or upset about that even the the concept of the potential of something like that but i don't know i know i'm not i mean i'm just kind of a i'm i'm hoping zach with flipping out's gonna get me a pro that i can stream i'm looking forward to playing that tom i know you said i'm getting a a pro pro. from zach yeah we're gonna route it at lumberjack johnny's there you go Woo. so and then, I mean, Travis, you're saying they're selling, but it's it's been a weird reveal. It's just been a weird, weird reveal. I mean, here's the reality of it. it. I firmly believe right now there's a lot of customers out there that are very confused just because it it hasn't been the normal reveal. And so those of us that are firmly in the pinball community online, just, you know, cons- consuming all of that, we're we're kind of more in tune with, all right, this isn't the normal cadence of the way that Stern puts something out, it just feels like there's just a lot of bumps right now and everything. So when you're trying to market this game to people outside the industry, it's kind of, I don't know, it's it's kind of strange because, you know, it's like, hey, here's the game, it's been revealed, but hey, the game's not gonna be available for you for a few months from now. And now it all of a sudden went from, well, home buyers wouldn't be able to get their pros till April to all of a sudden now it's been, slammed back up to the first run so yeah, that's why i mean with that? <laughs> well, it's just, yeah it's confusing and there's been and i could understand uh, some people's complaints out there that they're that they are confused with what's going on because you know there's a fourth tier game coming they don't know when they're going to get their pro they don't know when the premiums will be out they don't know if there'll be another delay it, you know it's just it's a crazy time right now and this isn't this isn't the normal release that we've seen before. And that much is apparent. So my only thing is, is with James Bond, me personally, I, I don't know the theme at all. Like I, I've watched maybe now two or three minutes on YouTube 
of what James Bond is. Nice. So, so I'm very much not in tune with the theme. So I couldn't even tell you until I start doing my research if this matches up with what the movies are. I don't know. Have you two watched James Bond before? I not this era of James Bond. And but what I will say is you've like seen I said the earlier, Roger Moore stuff, haven't you? No, I'm like I'm definitely. <laughs> I think the first one I saw was like. Uh, what was a golden eye and everything after that. So, okay. but what I will say is uh, when I did the stream, I had David Dennis on and he is actually like a huge James Bond fan. And so he was like, no, this is very, you know, it's very clear. Every bit of art that you're seeing was pulled straight from movie posters. They have assets. They have, I mean, it is very authentic to the Sean Connery, James Bond. So if you happen to be a huge fan of the Sean Connery, James Bond, this is perfect or you're loving every bit of it. So I don't know. I, I, I would say the, the official reveal or what we've seen from Stern so far was fine. It answered some questions, but still it's weird though. Like Godzilla, Godzilla came out. And if you hadn't placed an order within the first, I don't know, 48 hours, you're waiting a year plus before you're going to get your game and rush. It was a similar thing. Like I felt like there was this, this, this rush essentially to, you've got to commit ASAP or else you're going to be waiting forever. But it's just weird. Like right now it's this weird thing of, I think everybody's going to wait. Everybody's, everybody's waiting until, I don't know when, I mean, the initial thing was a pro run in April, but then George Gomez on Facebook was like, I don't think that's accurate. So how much truth is, I don't know. And we're just, we're in a holding pattern. And, um, but what I would say, I mean, we're waiting for a stream, but we did get a video. I think it was pinball news, pinball news or something had a video. And it's, it was what it was. How long was it? I mean, it was kind of long. It's 25 minutes long, 25 minutes, but yep. it was one ball. Wasn't it? You, no, 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 no. He, the, whoever was playing it, they played a game, I guess in the first six or eight minutes and they put up a GC of a little over a billion within six to eight minutes, if I remember right. And then they started, started another game afterwards. So this was actually, it wasn't the best camera angle. It looks like a camera was kind of, held you know shoulder kind of above you could see both the back the the scoreboard oh, yeah. and it, this is LCD. totally like old school yeah. tom graph is on youtube 15 <laughs> years ago 10 15 years ago yeah. there you go <laughs> uh, and you could hear it and so i don't know um travis i know i think you were like i watched it all what were your initial impressions of what you saw from that video so i'll say this when it comes to code and everything i mean Lonnie's on the code. I believe Mike is there with him. And historically speaking, we know what's happened with the last two games that Lonnie was on. When it comes to Stranger Things and it comes to Guardians, those games did not come out with any type of fleshed out code. They had a long ways to go. And Lonnie eventually got there with it. Guardians is a fun game. Stranger Things is a very fun game. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of, when I realized that they were on this game, I went into this with the expectations that, okay, the code probably won't be as far along as some of the other games we're used to seeing. I mean, when it comes to an Elwyn game, we're used to it being fleshed out more than usual, more than the normal release. When it comes to a Tim Sexton and Raymond Davidson game, we're used to it being fleshed out a little bit more. So my expectations just based on the history are in check with that. But then I've also heard different people comparing this to Godzilla. I mean, I think Carrie Hardy put out a video comparing yeah. it to Godzilla. And, and now I've heard others starting to talk about that as well. And I just, I don't know 
if they're seeing a completely different game than me, I don't know if we just have different taste in gameplay, but I just, I, I look at this game and I don't believe it's on a Godzilla tier. I wish it was. I wish every game was Godzilla tier because my kid's college would be paid for by next month. <laughs> I mean, I wish, but you know, so just, just being in reality right now, I, when I look at the layout, it's an intriguing layout to me. And I think we talked about this based off the very first pictures that we saw that I had told you guys, I felt like the left side was kind of awkward for me just because you don't know where that left shot underneath the flipper, where that was going. And it's really not going anywhere except for rebounding into that scoop eject, right? Yep. So it's like a backward scoop thing. And then the left orbit shot is your ramp shot, which I generally like that shot. But my big worry for that is, is, well, when you start having flipper fade, are you going to get half ramps? And sure shit, that's what we saw in the video that there started being half ramps. So I, I don't know. That could be game setup. It could be flipper fade. I don't know what that is. But the left side does concern me a little bit just because it just it doesn't seem like that there's much there compared to the right side. But again, you're just looking at design. That's mm -hmm. I'm sure a code can put that together and give you a reason to start going after drops, give you a reason to go up the middle a little bit more. But the right side, though, I'm very intrigued by that. I love that there's a shot in between the side ramp and the right ramp. Like, I love that, especially considering it goes all the way around orbit wise. Orbit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a badass shot. So it's just I'm curious to see how different people, how different <laughs> people play this game, though, because it's so left hand dominant. And that's usually people's offhand. Yeah. How are they going to approach those shots on the right hand side? But I think they're going to well, after watching this, <laughs> yeah. the ball doesn't drain. Yep. Did you guys notice that? The ball yeah, hardly it looks like they ever got Ray Day to freaking film this. I mean, he, maybe he, they did. Maybe they did. Yeah, they flew him over. Um, no, it's. <laughs> well, I, even the initial video, it, the, it wasn't draining. Whoever yeah. shot that initial video, they weren't hitting any shots. But yet it was like there was magnets in the play field that refused to let the ball go to out lanes, which is just that's crazy to me. But that's the way it seemed like. Well, I definitely say a, a key fundamental that I feel like I learned way late is as soon as you introduce horizontal movement on the play field, that's when the ball's in danger. So to me, it was like I never had a worry about using an upper flipper and to shoot a ball across the play field until I realized after watching a few streams and hearing some people be like, dude, don't take that shot unless you have to because that's a dangerous shot. And it's very clear that the layout there's a lot to shoot horizontally with that upper flipper. So I know initially we kind of had some conversations of this could be a brick fest or this could be a very dangerous shooter because in even the, the, the scoop on the left, you know, you're hitting left and falls in the scoop. We're like, where's that going to shoot? If that thing shoots just straight across the play field, that could put you in danger. So it was surprising that this first stream that we're seeing seems to be the exact opposite where this seems to be a very safe game. So I see what you're saying, and I, I still, it's a unique layout. I'm really excited to shoot the thing. But, so I would say, okay, at least at least there wasn't anything there that, that was, like, awful that I saw. Um, the artwork I like in the high-res photos that I've seen. The artwork's actually grown on me a lot. I, 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 I'm starting to really enjoy the playfield artwork. But I will say there were, there were two things that really stood out to me watching this stream. And it was the, the LCD ladies. screen. What? Oh, sorry. Oh, the Bond ladies. ladies. Yes. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite. The camera angle really didn't zoom too well into those <laughs> inserts. But 
No, it was the LCD, what was on the LCD screen, and then the audio. And just talking about the LCD screen, it seems very early in code. Like, I know Stern with Stern Insider Connect is all about putting four scores on the bottom. So you have that, but it's just black boxes. And then pretty much the entire time was just Bond video just going. And then they had the left side of the screen. Every time you'd hit the the diamond spinner, it was just diamonds flickering. And then every time on the right side of the screen, if you hit the pop bumper, it was like bubbles popping. So I heard a lot of bubbles popping and I heard a lot of a very annoying diamond sound. And then the James Bond tune for 28 minutes. So (laughs) I, all I can hope is this is just super early on. Maybe it was like, we've got to get something so this is playable when we have it at that show that it was supposed to be at. But it just, I really, I, I mean, the, the more that I've played or the longer I've streamed, I realize how little I actually look at the LCD screen. So that it's, I, I mean, a games that have a great LCD screen or a great layout to me, like Rush. Rush actually has a fantastic, shout out to Ray Day, because when you look up, you know exactly where the information is that you need to see. So as, as you're playing, you look up, boom, I know what's going on with that, or I know what's going on, how far am I, boom, boom, boom. He's The layout there is wonderful, well done. But this game is just like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not excited, at least where the code is right now, but that is something where they absolutely have time to improve on that. And then, you know, I went on a rant about how I felt about the Woody Spinner and the Bo Peep Loops Bell Man, that diamonds, like in the bubbles. I mean, it's just. Please, I really hope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Thoughts on that? <laughs> thoughts on no, that? No, that's you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's definitely it, something's got to change with that. I think it, it's it's one of those things that okay. So since people are comparing us to, to Godzilla, let's go ahead and go there then. Whenever we talk about the Godzilla callouts we all celebrate how quirky it is and how campy it is. Like shoot the wamps, like shoot the wamps. Yeah. That's my spirit animal. I mispronounce (laughs) words all the time. So that's, that's awesome right there. You want things that endear you to the game. And whenever you're looking at James Bond and you get that diamond sound over and over and over again. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I don't know if that's an audio thing. I don't like who it's hard to tell off the video. It's very hard to tell at this point, but yeah, it's, the bubbles and stuff like that, I'm not really into. I don't know. Maybe diamonds and bubbles are a big thing with James Bond. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm guessing they take I, a lot of bubble baths or something. Like, what, what am I there missing? There was an here? underwater scene. I don't, mm-hmm. but no, I don't. Is think that what it is? I don't think popping bubbles is. is a, <laughs> yeah. I, so, I, I, yeah. yeah it, well, it's just one of those things. It's, it's obvious that it's very early code. The problem is, is that whenever you're dealing with very early code, it takes you out of what a game should entirely be, because there's all these things that have to come together to make that game just go. Mm. And we're talking design, we're talking shots, we're talking sound, we're talking giving you a reason why I'm hitting the shot, given that feedback, the audio feedback to you that, hey, this is a jackpot, hey, this is the perfect shot to hit. All those things really come together and you know, the reality is, is looking back again, when we look back at the history of everything, none of us really got that from Stranger Things. I mean, Tom, you probably remember this in disc 2020. That oh was the first God, time. I remember yeah. this. Yep. Yeah. First time we all got to play Stranger Things. 
And there was a lot of people playing at once and just being like, I have no clue what I just played. Yeah. Like it just, and it gave that vibe and guardians, the same thing happened. And this is back in, I think 2017 at this point or late or early 2018, somewhere right around there. But we all remember like the, uh, the Yondu where he's like, a yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. It's, it's like, okay, you know, guys, we, we, <laughs> we have to figure this out here, but yeah, that's, um, that's, what's concerning with this. And I, I see this game clear as day. It's definitely following that trajectory right now, mm-hmm. which it, it could be good, could be bad, depending on the way you look at it. Because again, guardians and stranger things ended up getting very well fleshed out. I mean, stranger things got multiple code updates yeah. over the years. And so Big updates. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see this game definitely following that pattern as well, since it's the same team behind this. But again, as much money as these games command right now, the last thing that you want is the software to be lagging behind the design. That's that's the very last thing that you want in order to push this product out, in order to get it out quickly and efficiently. And at the same time, too, if Stern's going to keep producing all these other bangers, I mean, let's look, Godzilla, it's the number one game of all time for a reason. And it's still the cells just crush yeah. everything. So you're still going to have people that are getting into pinball and they're going to discover that game early on. So the rest of your games that you're bringing up, they too, they have to be up to snuff. They have to be able to hold their own weight. And so I don't know, maybe James Bond, it might be that game come next spring, but I don't know if it's going to be that game this fall, just based off the history of how the software and how this code gets developed. What if it's like monsters? Where it just shallow, it just stays shallow. Yeah. I mean, first impressions are everything though too i mean mm-hmm. you know what like you were alluding to travis but um you know when monsters came out it was like oh my god the artwork's amazing and then like people got the game it's like this is it like yeah the shot is the code was gonna get deeper it's gotta get deeper right and never did Oh. Yeah, nope. I, we all kept swimming in the shallow end. It happens. <laughs> it's, yeah, you are in it. There, it isn't a shallow end. It is a kiddie pool that you are in. And stay in it and enjoy it. Yes. And I, but you know, some people love that game, and that's fine. And and I know oh, we've yeah. had the same conversation with Toy Story that if they've designed the game that they needed to, but I also know that there are plenty of people that bought Toy Story because it was Toy Story. Pat Lawler, they're all in. They get it, and then now they're trying to sell that twelve thousand plus game, and they're sitting at $11,000. I mean, people are losing money on Toy Story and that's weird. I mean, that's, there's very few games that people are losing money on these days. And obviously nobody wants that with Bond, especially with such significant price increases that have been put in place. But Tom, did you own Guardians and Stranger Things day one? Did you ride it from the beginning? No, No? actually I played them out on location. I didn't like them just like Travis was alluding to before. Um, I hated Guardians the first time I played it. Um, I absolutely hated Stranger Things the first time I played it. I was hitting that Demogorgon, and I was like, what the hell? Nothing's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The game. I get you, man. (laughs) That's what he felt, yeah. (laughs) That's what he really felt, yeah. No. But, you know, um, but as time went on and I got to play more fleshed out code, the games really grew on me and that's when I wanted to own them. And, you know, both games are in my, my front room, you know? Yeah. So, but, uh, 
yeah, I mean, I I appreciate them now, but at the time when they first came out, I thought, no, this is not what I'm expecting out of a yeah. pinball machine. It's weird. It's just a weird, this is the first, I mean, I know when Godzilla came out, it just blew, like, everybody was blown away. And so we were all sitting like, good luck. Good luck to whoever's releasing the next game. And then I think Rush really just really surprised people. I mean, really surprised people when it came out. You obviously ever diehard Rush fans like Tom that are in regardless. But then Ray Day and Timmy, what they did with the code, really people are like, holy crap, this game is something. This game really is something. So here we are. I'm not saying it's a dud. It's just this is the first time that we've had a reveal that just seems lukewarm. And people have a lot of faith in Gomez, myself included. I'm excited to play it. I think the I, I I'm excited to feel the layout and see how it flips. But because it is Lonnie, I think people are like, all right, well, buckle up. It's probably gonna be a little while before this game really gets to where it's where it's gonna end up. And um so you know what? Hey, if you're not getting your game till April of next year, it may be better. You may actually enjoy it more when you get it because they have more time to flesh it out. So we'll see. Still no announcement on stream. We did talk about like, would it make sense to have it at Expo? And we kind of all said, maybe not, because if this is where the code's at, maybe you don't want people to have a first, a bad first impression. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people would be disappointed if it wasn't at Expo, but if it's just not ready, probably yeah. not a good idea. That that happened with Batman 66, right? Yeah. It was like under it was like a museum piece, you know, you could you could stare at it <laughs> the super LE with yeah. the rope around it, you know, kind of thing. But uh yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, there's a bunch of them on the showroom floor or not. And, and I don't I don't mind that at all either. If they just have an LE there just to show off or a premium there, just to say, hey, here's the game, even if people can't play it, I don't mind that necessarily. Just because if the code isn't ready, then it's just not ready. But mm-hmm. if you feel like it's ready for go time and you want it to be played by people, then by all means put it out and the people in the market will have their say. You know, they'll they'll speak with their uh with their bank accounts. Well, you know, when you turn the game on, it says what co- where they're at. And obviously where Stern, they listed as 1.0 means feature complete. So if there's an insert on the, you know, like Godzilla just got to 1.0 and that's because there was an insert dead center that said King of the Monsters. There was no King of the Monsters wizard mode yet. So now that, now that every insert on the game has a, it's feature complete, that's 1.0. So I think everybody would take a whole, you know, everybody would just take a big deep breath if if we learned that James Bond code is at like 0.55 or something, you know, but if they come out and it shows that it's at 0.87 or something, 87, it's like, wait, what? This is, you're almost 90%, you know, I don't know. It's I mean, it, it, it's a tough thing. And the thing with code and with coming up with rules is that there's, Stern has, and this goes for every other company as well, everybody has different teams. And so you're going to have different teams. They're going to have different strengths, different weaknesses. They're going to work together in different ways. So it's just one of those things that I think, obviously, we're in the era to where you're dealing with games that are designed by Keith Elwin and the rule set is by Keith Elwin. I mean, just a tremendous mind. So you get a tremendous game. You're in the era of having Tim Sexton and Raymond Davidson be able to figure out a rule set, figure out a code and get it fleshed out quickly and efficiently from a high level understanding of what makes pinball fun. 
And so it, it doesn't mean to say that nobody else knows how to do that because lots of people's games are fun. There's some Dwight Sullivan games out there that are fun, just like we talked about where Guardians and Stranger Things went. They ended up being fun. So people just work at different rates, different mm-hmm. speeds. And I think that's the one thing I would tell everybody out there that if they're seeing this and they're thinking, okay, the code is bare bones, just keep that in mind. It's not an excuse. It's just the reality of what the situation is. And Stern has always shown that they'll, they'll put a game out when it's ready to go out. They just put it out. And sometimes the code will be more fleshed out than other times. But that being said, me as a consumer, yeah, I would love for the code to be not, it doesn't have to be near complete because of course you can make adjustments. But I would like it to have some depth from day one. I mean, I can't imagine buying a game on PC or console to where it doesn't feel like the game's complete. And that's me just spending $60, let alone trying to spend $7,000 to (laughs) $12,000. Yeah, Elgato's back. Elgato no signal, man. (laughs) Yep. No, I, I, the only thing that I know for a fact, though, is I feel like there is depth in this game just because of inserts. When you look at the inserts, it looks like there's seven main bosses, seven mini... Many, many flip, he's flipping us <laughs> off. Uh, there's, it looks like there's a lot of inserts on this game. So there's, there should be a good amount of code here. But how long that's going to take, I don't know. So for all you Bond fans, hopefully we can all be patient through this whole thing. Maybe this game will get fleshed out sooner than later. But, you know, if you're an LE buyer, it's probably a weird feeling. Are you in? You out? What are you doing? And I, you know, feel bad for you kind of <laughs> because i mean if you're an le buyer i don't know it's hard to i i try to relate to tom and that's about as much as i can relate to with with the with the elitist i'm getting um, pro i know uh, yeah yeah you're, you're I mean, a man the, of the people the game yeah. is going to get complete eventually yeah. regardless yeah. i mean stern they haven't abandoned a game completely since what like wwe maybe i mean I, every I know- game's gotten to 1.0 right Oh, you haven't played WWE, Joel. Oh, then no. You, you, you <laughs> haven't lived yet. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, like this day and age, I mean, these games do get complete eventually. So it's yeah. like, it, yeah, if you're in on an LE, be confident about that. I mean, be happy with your purchase. And yeah, like I said, maybe maybe the rule set m- might not be as deep day one. It might not be deep come the third month, but it will get there eventually. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Any other thoughts? Any other thoughts on uh, on what we've seen so far on Bond? Let's play it and see how it is. Let's wait and see. Yeah. I mean, Great well, idea. so but Tom just alluded to something I think is interesting. So, Tom, since you usually get LEs, yeah. What convinced you to go the pro route this I time around? Since I, you, obviously you're routing the game, but right. you did decide not to get an LE. So, yeah, I I just didn't think there was enough in the game to justify the cost jumping up to a premium or an LE. That was, that was just my thinking. So, and I've bought, I mean, I've bought pros in the past, but um, just looking at the game, you know, the, the magnetic uh, bond that brings the ball around. um, And then what was the other feature? Oh, the ball lock, like ball locks. They're cool. Yeah. But, they don't really interest me all that much. Like if, I don't know. I mean, we, we all know it's the, it's the, it's the mirrored black back glass. I know at the end of the day, Tom, yeah, all you want to do is see yourself th- in your pinball machine. <laughs> and that's why you buy the LEs for that. mirrored back. Let glass. me tell you, the mirrored back glasses are really <laughs> cool. I, I know <laughs> they really are. 
I, I mean, I get it. I understand why they don't sell them separately because everybody would buy one. They are really yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, they are amazing. Yeah. Well, this this touches too on a interesting subject when it comes well, to LEs. Well, uh, let me interrupt you just a second, Travis. What if they made <laughs> what if they made mere backlasses for pro and premium games? Like like as an after buy, everybody would, would buy them. Yeah, they'd buy them. I, yeah, I yeah. would buy them in a second. They make a lot that, of money. Stern? I just made you a ton of money. <laughs> but but it's one, it's one less reason to upgrade from a premium to an LE. Exactly. Yeah. Because uh, everything else, you. inner reflective glass, you can buy. <laughs> you can buy a you can buy upgraded speakers. You can buy a shaker motor. Um, it's just hey, that is truly the only thing that you can't get. Tom, just <laughs> just go on pin side. You can join everybody else on how to like just bomb out a business with these ideas. <laughs> that. but so what what i was going to ask you though what could stern do at this point to entice people to get le's even more since there's been a price jump and i've talked with this with some others that basically they like to have what i guess signatures autographs uh certificates what do you get do you get hd glass let me raise my hand you already get that yeah yeah and then so oh, what else is there? Okay. Yep. The back glass, HD glass, right? Shaker, In shaker motor, powder coated, powder coated. Okay. And is there any up, like upgraded speakers? So this is perfect then. So you as an LE buyer, mm-hmm. what other items could be added to this in order to entice you to want to accept it at the price point where it's at currently? I can Not just the, bond, but I can any give future you the exact LE. Many, maybe thought. Would be exclusive a topper. Exclusive topper. Exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive. Kind of like nobody like, else uh, could have it. That that's an LE. So like right? the Attack from Mars remake, their LE exclusive yep. topper. Or, that is or huge. Look at the uh the Batman super LE. Yeah. You know that yeah. it has the Batman and Robin with the what do you call that? The Batmobile the with the bat signal. Yeah. No, that's a bit. Well, yeah, I guess I did have that, but the, like the beacon in the middle or whatever, the red light. Tom, like you like left. <laughs> Your camera's just freezing up. That's and just gibberish. <laughs> I we'll see. We'll see how that sounds on audio, but no wonder no, Tom can't yeah. afford an LE anymore. He's got to <laughs> pay for internet. <laughs> so an exclusive <laughs> topper. That was my, you know, there's already people that are like, if you're paying that, you should get the topper. You should get the banner. Truth is, most I mean, Tom's buying the banner and the topper regardless. But if it was exclusive, I'm not buying banners. What are you? You have about? a you have a banner I can see behind you. I won that freaking oh, thing. You're not gonna <laughs> buy a rush banner. Uh, I traded my Guns and Roses uh, banner for for a rush. Okay, yeah. But you'll so get the topper. You're gonna buy the what topper if, regardless. What if they they threw a banner in with the entire team signing it? Oh yeah, that'd about be that? awesome. Like, like I think that would be cool. I wish they would do something like that because I like the idea that they have the credits on the game and everything that they're given, you know, credit where credits due to the entire team. I would like to have a banner if I get an LE of everybody's signature that worked on the game. Like to me, that would be pretty cool to put up That's in the game. That's pretty room. cool idea. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. There you go, Stern. Right. <laughs> I mean, you say that though, and they, I, I, I'm pretty sure all the, the LEs are sold out right now of James Bond. So it's not, it's not no. like they're sitting on a shelf. They're, right? they're not. Yeah. They're not sold out, Joel. Everybody well, keeps they're, saying they're sold that. out to distributors. All the distributors <laughs> yes. have them. Okay. And I want to dispel this <laughs> okay. this group think that always happens. The LEs 
do not sell out day one. They're sold out through distributors and dealers. But there's always like, I keep seeing posts on Facebook and everything that talks about how, you know, everybody's put down their deposits and there's all these long lines and everything like that. It's like, no, that's not reality. Not, not every company out there or every dealer out there has a list of people. I can tell you straight up, we don't do that. You know, and it's not saying that that's a bad thing or a good thing. I'm just putting it out there that, hey, here's the reality of it. These, I mean, somebody just bought a Mando LE new in box just three months ago. Yeah. Think about that from, from a distributor that still had it. So it's like everybody thinks that these games get sold out instantly. Some of them might like a Godzilla, like some of them might be very, very hard to find or might be priced a little bit higher. But a little bit. they're always out there. If you search <laughs> around, you'll find one. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, price higher is usually the case. But no, you're you're right. It's not like all the LEs are already in somebody's home. You know, they are. If you really no. want one, you could probably find one. Oh, yeah. Like, I can tell you straight up, we we still have some LEs left. So it's like some people still still do. It just, it depends. But honestly, if I was a huge Bond fan, I probably would have got an LE, but I'm not. Yeah. No, it's why aren't hard. you a huge Bond fan, Tom? Why, why am I not? Yeah, why are you not? I just, yeah, I just haven't seen a lot of the movies, that's all. He doesn't like popping yeah. bubbles. and You don't, you don't like diamonds? And Tom? The diamonds I, don't, I don't really like martinis. Okay, no, wait, I do. <laughs> I just remembered, guys, I take it back. We did watch more Bond than just a couple of minutes. I forgot the Loser Kids sent us that video of, uh, what was it, James Bond getting attacked by a snake. Yeah. Or something like that. And I was yeah. very confused because he was shaving while he was in, you know, the bathtub or whatever. But he had like less of a beard mm -hmm. than what I can grow. So I didn't understand what was going on in that scene. It, it wasn't no his first take. That's the problem. He shaved it off in the first take. And then when he went to kill the snake, I don't, I don't know. Why didn't they CGI his beard on there <laughs> they didn't or something? Have CGI back then? What are you talking well, they about? Could, they could like glued it on there or something, yeah. right? <laughs> Golly, these lazy movie producers nowadays. Jeez. Well, yes, James Bond, <laughs> wait and see. We'll just, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm still excited to see it, but I will say now that this reveal is kind of out of the way and we're kind of waiting and seeing, one game that I am actually excited for is Galactic Tank Force. <laughs> I don't know why. I saw a little bit GTA. of the art. Yeah, I've, I saw a little bit of the art at the, um, what was it, the super awesome pinball tailgate party or whatever. I saw just a random picture of it. And it looks campy. And like, to me, I don't know. I like humor in a game. So I, I'm still, I can't wait to get my Galactic Tank Force lunchbox. That's really what I'm waiting on. <laughs> what? And, uh, you know, we'll and just, go to work with it. Yeah. With your we'll just have to Galactic Tank Force thermos in it. <laughs> yeah. I'll make myself a sandwich, put it in the box and immediately take it back out. Yeah. Hey, it could yeah. be a great game. You know, it could know. be, it could be looking forward you know. to it. American uh, pinball makes tanks. See that they do. They do make, yeah, a tank of a game usually. Yes, yeah, I had a I had a Hot tank. Wheels, and it. I mean, it had some issues at the very beginning, but they helped me through it immediately. Yeah. And after that, like it, you know, it worked perfectly fine, and it was a fun game overall. So yeah, I look forward to seeing what a uh, Galactic Tank Force will be. Maybe you. it might be something campy like Attack from Mars. I hope like so. That. I hope so. And it's Dennis Nordman, so it's. It's, you know, he's made some great unlicensed games and let him run with, I don't know. I'm, I have, uh, I'm real like, I'm genuinely looking forward to the game. No, no idea what I'm going to see, but I hope, I hope it's good. 
And uh, yeah, we're just, I don't what, I have no what, idea timeline there too. Whether what do you want to see, Joel? What do you want to see? Want it to be fun. Like I want fun audio. I want it to be campy. I want it to be humorous. You said attack from Mars. That's a great example. Like that is what I'm finding. You know, I don't like super serious games. So the thing's already called galactic tank force. If this is galactic, it's in space. Tanks, when you think of a tank, it has treads. Why do you need a vehicle that has treads in space? Like already well, just it from might the title. Be, maybe it's all fought on a moon base. Yeah, hey, that's, Joel. Which sounds great. You think of I that? Mean, I don't, I, this is, this has Have you ever potential. seen the Mars rover, Joel? Jeez. Yeah, but it didn't, the Mars <laughs> rover wasn't flying through space. It was in a rocket. I don't know. Anyways, why do you think that? What, hold nothing. on, why does this tank have to be flying right <laughs> yes. now? Because well, I think of galactic. Fly? <laughs> it's not lunar tank force. It's galactic. I'm thinking. Sorry, I'm just thinking. We don't know. We don't know. Well, what's the just, definition of galactic? Maybe, maybe we're wrong. Is this a word you didn't learn in Oklahoma? I mean, what's no. <laughs> it's, it says relating to a galaxy or galaxies. Yeah, especially the Milky Way. I don't know. Maybe it's like a giant <laughs> tank, Joel. That's I know like it just bigger seems than ridiculous. The Milky Way. It seems maybe ridiculous. when tanks I, fly. Do you, yeah. Do you think Dennis Nordman goes walking into David Fix and he's like, "Here's the deal. I'm ready to go. This is my game. What do you want? What do you want to? What do you want to do? I love tanks and I love space. Let's do it. You know. And he just goes. I don't know, and I don't care because if the game's awesome, I'm million like, dollar decisions like yeah, that. If the if the game's awesome, <laughs> let's do it. And then he goes to Franchi. Franchi, do you want to draw art for Galactic Tank Force? He goes, let's do it. Let's make the lunchbox. He's in. He's in. I'm in. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I think it sounds really fun. I, I really hope this is the number one game coming out. I hope. I hope you see Godzilla right there at the top and right below it. Galactic <laughs> Tank Force. Because why not? I mean, to me, it's just some of these licenses. I mean, I get it. Licenses sell. I totally understand it. But if this has a chance to really just blow us away, I'm ready. You know, load it up. I'm ready. That'll be great. So. I'm just, I'm more confused now than ever, but yet I'm more intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Now. I'm there just... you go. There you go. American Pinball, if you need me for <laughs> marketing, apparently I'm ready fly? to. Yeah, I just, I don't what? know, nor How care. How did they come up with Galactic Tank Force? That's what I'm saying. I like tanks. I like space. Let's do it. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So Man, I don't know, yeah. or it could be awful. It could be so bad. <laughs> yeah. It could be terrible, but you know what? I'm excited. Like I'm excited to see, I don't know. New pinball is always fun. So, well, there you go. There's some fun stuff there. I will. There here's be your transition. Exploding tank. <laughs> well, the thing is too, if it says galactic tank force, yeah, that, that infers that there's more than one tank. Correct. Uh, I mean, yeah. Do you ever see a tank on a solo mission? I don't think so. I mean, the, BF'd up if it did, right? Well, I mean, I did game, that back that in Call of Duty, but that's about it. Fury, Fury with Brad Pitt. Yeah, check that. Fury, Fury. It's a movie. I, is it based off Galactic Tank Force? Is that what uh, you're saying? Well, it's not in space. You know, just chuck that rocket into space. <laughs> Shit, I don't want to watch it then. If it's not based in space, <laughs> no, I'm all in on this. I you, just, you've I got me convinced. I just Joel. hope the straight down the middle guys are doing like a commercial for it, and we see Zach and Greg and. Like, <laughs> with a tank helmet yeah. so okay <laughs> yeah. who who would mess with the galactic tank force though like who's the antagonist in this story we really need i want to flesh this out real quick because you guys no, got me intrigued no, before no we go listener forward. wants this no <laughs> it'll be another it'll be who are you fighting it'll be it'll be either generic aliens are you gonna fight in space 
I mean, I if mean we other have people, there might be colonies. another human empire out there, Tom. We don't know. Yeah. Haven't you, you know? ever seen Moonfall? I just totally ruined that movie for people, but still. It's go. like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm ready, though. I just... Suppose we think aliens, aliens are already living here, so... <laughs> we Joel, don't know, Travis. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Travis, know. you could be a f- alien. Yeah. I mean, probably am. I don't know. Based on how poorly he knows the English language. All right, know. so... No, we're trying to figure this out, Joel. Okay, Galactic... Man, we can't figure it out. Well, we know a title. We know Dennis Norman Galactic Galactic Milky Way. Force no, we can break this down. It means Milky Way, right? No. Like the Milky Way galaxy. It's just talking about... It's in. It's relating to it. Sorry. Let's it, break it, it down. Tanks in space. Done. Done. No, That's broken. Tank, a we tank. weren't even supposed to talk about Joel, force. Team Multiple tanks. tanks in space. Nailed it. I'm, I'm ready. Let so me plunge that first So do you level ball. up your tank? You think that's what happens? Like you get like oh, you photon gotta. phasers? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, Why, yeah. Like, what what are we doing if they don't have that? Gun on it. That'd be <laughs> badass. They they better have like a, better be like next generation to where you have like a thing you could shoot and has a laser beam that points to where you're going at with it. That'd oh, like sweet. a laser pointer. You built know, the into more the game. you guys yes, are that's talking what a laser about beam this is, game, Joel. the more yes. I want it. I told yeah. you, I'm <laughs> yeah. excited. I'm genuinely looking forward to seeing okay. this game, and I'm either going to be impressed or very let down, and that's fine. So but we can level up our tank. That's what we're going to do. We can level up our tank, and then you can get more stuff. Now, oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. If it's a <laughs> tank force, what if we're not actually the tank, but we're like the commander of the tank force? Oh Lord! I don't so we see basically you in a leadership com- position. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a fantasy world, Joel. We're, we're just going to yeah. go along with this. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. We're know. doing stuff here, Joel. Everybody else is like GTF, all this and that. We are fleshing out the game for yeah, the listener right saying, now. We're figuring this out. You give me a generic theme. It's like, what do you want? Do you want a castle? Do you want some cowboys? Do you want no? Give me galactic tank. Like, yeah, that There's sounds cowboys cool. in the game. No, yes, yeah. Let's just throw them all in there. We're, we're fine. We're like yeah, cowboys yeah, yeah. versus aliens right, again right. with my tank. All right. Okay. Well, I, you know, hey, I hope we hear more. David Are Fixer. we done talking about Galactic we're Tank making, Force? We're, I don't this is know. completely I'm made up. Interested. No listener wants to hear three guys literally make up stuff. We're just making it up. We're not. We're not what making up stuff. What are oh, you talking about? I see people put rumors out all the time that I know yeah. are flat out false, and I watch all of pinball run with it. So, I mean, we <laughs> might as well just go with this. Okay. All right. Uh, all I'm, right. You guys heard it here first. Joel said that in Galactic <laughs> Tank Force, they're going to be a team, and you can level up your tank. Yep, yep, the flying tanks. Yep. It's got a laser beam pointer in it. I mm. think Franchi actually shows up to your house every time you hit start. <laughs> with his with the lunchbox. With the lunchbox. Yep. 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 And... um. I'm and dead serious. What if they? I, I even if the game is awful, if they sell a lunchbox, I will buy it. This game just, can't be awful, Joel. I, I it I'm it just, I'm just saying it, there is no reason I will not buy that lunchbox. I'm just, it will happen because I want somebody to be like, why do you have a lunchbox? Oh, that's a pinball <laughs> machine. You don't own it? No, the game's awful. So why do you? I mean, just, I just want it. I just How want do it. You know, it's gonna be awful. Yeah, Joel. I don't know why, it. Why I'm just saying, even if it's game. awful, Good. I'm buying the lunchbox. It could be amazing. I'm tell so here's the transition. We're done. We're moving out of this. We're transitioning to the next thing. The reason I'm bringing this up is my favorite game, which is sitting right next to me, is Total Nuclear Annihilation. It is Gone. a non-licensed theme. It's sitting right here. I have TNA merch. I made a custom TNA hat. Like I am all in. So that's an unlicensed theme, and it's incredible. 
So maybe Galactic Tank Force one day will sit right next to it. I don't I don't know. I'm gonna predict the future here. What? <laughs> that I'm gonna like Galactic Tank Force? Yeah. Is that what you're gonna sell TNA to no. Galactic Tank Force? You know why I won't sell TNA? Scott Dendisi's gonna show up to his house and kick yeah. him square in the nuts too when that happens. <laughs> There's two reasons why I won't sell TNA. Reason okay. number one is I've sold it before. I've oh. sold it before and I know what it feels like. And I wanted it back, and I got it back. So I'm not making that mistake again. And reason number two. Two Judge Dreads and two Starship Troopers. (laughs) Reason? I'm embarrassed. Number two is my name is now officially in the game. Yeah, thank you for the jazz hands, Travis. Yeah, I know. I'm late to the party. Tom's initials are in the Rush code. Travis's initials are in the Led Zeppelin code. Oh, which you uh, yeah. didn't know about. Which I didn't know because of what? A couple hours ago. Yeah, right? I, I this came into our... was trying to make fun of me. I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about right now? I came into our group chat. I'm like, Tom and I are over here, you know, with our names in a game. How are you doing, Travis? He's like, my name's in Zeppelin. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. But no, actually, uh, anyways. I defended Travis's honor there. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. So, I mean, huge shout out. I think Ray Day and Tim were involved in getting both of your names in there. But I know Scott. Scott is an awesome dude, super nice. Mm-hmm. And I've been working with him or talking with him for, for quite a while now. And um, yes, at the end of the day, what's 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 happened is Scott is working on new code or adding. He is constantly adding to this game. So being that Spooky has these literally on the line or about to be on the line, He's trying to put more in the game. So one thing that he actually coded in the game is a jukebox mode. So if the game's in free play, you can just walk up to it, hold both flippers in for five seconds, and boom, you now have a jukebox with arguably some of the best music in pinball. If you just want to rock out. Yeah. (laughs) Just rock out. You can. (laughs) So I think that's awesome. But what's really, really cool is back, I don't know, a year plus a while ago, I was actually watching Chuck Wirt on Straight Down the Middle play big games. And he has a custom ROM in big games where when he hits the spinner, I saw on one of the other displays, it was counting. It was count big game, big game. Yeah. Yes. It was counting how many spins or spinner rip, like when he ripped the spinner, how many spins you actually get. And I was like, that is awesome. So yeah. he's like, oh yeah, the best I've ever had is whatever, 41 or 70, whatever it was. It's just like, it was a game within a game. So at the time I saw it, I immediately messaged Scott and I was like, Scott, I don't know if you know this, but in some of these older games, there are people that make custom wrongs and they add that feature of a spinner rip like feature. And I think that's awesome. You know, TNA has a left spinner. You should add that to your game. And he was like, not a bad idea. I'll put it on the list. And as time went on, I, I randomly would bring it up here and there in conversations with Scott. And Scott actually pulled one on me because he said, hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to get it in the game. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's, you know, it's fine. It's his game. I'm not, and then lo and behold, I'm actually doing some beta code testing for him. And he shows me that he did put it in the game. So now it tracks your, when you hit the spinner, you'll see on screen, it'll say spinner rip and it'll count how many you have. And my name, Joel Bob is the default spinner rip. So I'm officially in the game. Are you supposed You're to be telling everybody you know. this stuff? Yeah, it's released. It's beta oh, codes. Okay. It's out there right now. You could go download so it. So right what now. you're saying is, Joel, mm. is you beat Scott down enough with your conversation. <laughs> just that he finally said. I was yep. thinking the same thing, Travis. I need to get rid of this guy. I'll just put Joel Bob in the yep. game. Just wore him out. Just yeah, I gotta put it in the game. No, he's um <laughs> I, it's been really cool. Like I actually I've I've done some other stuff with him, and he's such a nice guy, super humble. I mean, I love his game and Yes, it was it was really neat. I mean, he asked some other stuff. He's like, "Hey, 
yeah, one thing that TNA also has is when you hit the mystery award, it'll flash, like scroll through mystery awards and a bunch of them you can't get like they're jokes, um, like game over, like they're jokes. So he's like, do you have any suggested, you know, mystery award stuff? So he's, he's all about making this game as fun as possible. So props to him. Even now, I I don't know if Scott will technically ever be done with the TNA code. It's like clearly his baby and he continues to want to make it even better and better. Um, I actually replaced, I replaced the, um, the, the display up in the core, the upper area where it now has two extra LEDs. So he added more lights. I mean, it's just, he's constantly adding to this game. So I don't, I wanted to, I wanted to say that. So thank you, Scott, if you happen to be listening. Absolutely. I mean, thank you so much for putting that in game. I think that's awesome. Otherwise, Hey, if you update your TNA and you see my name, now you have something to beat. So have fun. So now what we're saying is because we have our initials or our names in different games. Yep. Do we have a triple drain logo? No. On any of the codes or anything? I, I mean, yeah, if anybody from Stern wants to put one in, let me know. I will make that graphic for you as soon as you want, and you can you can put it in the game. Well, that'd be great. Yeah. Might as so, well just beg. Just, just beg, beg now. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah, so, yeah. Please. Yeah. Who do we have the best chance with? I don't know. Right A, um, Keith, somebody, please. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What, what game do we need to shill? I don't think we're going to be on the Bond one. No. Probably no. Deep. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably Deep Root. I don't know. But hey, well, speaking of logo, speaking of logo, this is actually kind of a big, this is where we're going to get a little shilly. Um, when we formed Triple Drain, it was kind of like, let's do this. Well, my undergraduate graphic design, I literally over like one evening, just kind of put together a logo for us real quick, tried to put together something so that when the first episode came out, it seemed somewhat professional. And we've been rolling with that logo. We actually have merch on Silverball Swag with that logo. I think we've sold like five shirts <laughs> and two of those shirts were Tom and I, but that's fine. And for the people that did buy it, thank you. I think that's incredible. Thank you. Thank you for the support and buying that logo. But I, as an artist somewhat have always been somewhat embarrassed of it and wanted like wanted cooler merch. I, I really wanted cooler stuff. Well, Jackson Gee, Jackson Gee actually did all the Yegpin art. And Yegpin was a really awesome tournament up in up in Canada. And I saw that art and it blew me away. I was like, who is this artist? This is all new art in the pinball world. And I immediately reached out to him and I was just like, hey, is there any way you listen to Triple Drain? And he and he responded back quick, like, yes, I actually really enjoy the the podcast. It's fantastic. So we started up a conversation. I started talking with Travis and Tom, and I was like, guys, would you be willing or interested in putting in money towards actually designing some official triple drain merch. And we were like, sure, let's do it. So it wasn't cheap. Jackson definitely worked with us on that. It wasn't cheap, but we are happy to do it. And I will tell you, he blew us away with, with the, with the final results. So now we actually have a new logo as well as a really cool graphic of us being like a three headed Hydra, which, you know, if you look at each head, it's, it's kind of clear who's who. And um, overall, I love it. I'm stoked. I'm currently working with Will at Silverball Chronicles to get everything figured out. So by the time this podcast airs, it should be there. If you go to Silverball Swag, I say Silverball Chronicles. I am so sorry for insulting that website by saying that awful <laughs> podcast. But Silverball Swag, Silverball Swag, if you go to silverballswag.com and go to Triple Drain, you should see all of our new stuff. So we have the Hydra shirt. We have our normal logo, both white and full color. If you guys see anything and there's any particular 
apparel that you want. If you want a triple drain shower curtain, let me know. I can make <laughs> that happen. But um, overall, I don't know. You guys, you guys were basically like, Joel, you, you, you work with Jackson on this and I was happy to, what an awesome dude to work with. But I don't know your initial impressions by seeing even just the sketches and stuff that he, he had sent in. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it also. Yeah. What I'm realizing is I was the picky one. I was the one like, <laughs> what about this? Could you tweak this? And I don't know. I just, I respect the heck out of him. So one for his patience for working with me and two, I mean, just the overall final product he produced is fantastic. So if there's any other content creator, whether it's in pinball or not, definitely reach out to Jackson Gee, G-E-E, Jackson Gee. Otherwise, just check out his website. The guy actually has some really amazing art, a lot of retro yeah. stuff, like older movies, um, stuff that he's recreated. There's like Deadpool stuff, X-Men stuff, uh, Star Wars, Jurassic Park, a whole bunch of cool posters and stuff. So check him out. He's also working on a pinball-focused clothing line that he hasn't uh, announced yet. But when he does, I will definitely mention that. Um, so he has other pinball related apparel that he's going to make. So definitely check out that merch. Uh, feel free to buy it. If you, if you do, you know, wear it, tag us in it or whatnot, but Hey, any support would be awesome. But, um, truthfully, I just want more Jackson key artwork out in the world. And I'm just happy that it happens to be triple drain specific. So there you go. There's shill number one. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out Travis is very particular on his hat and Tom is very particular on his t-shirt. So Hopefully we're going to get, you know, nice quality apparel for everybody to enjoy. Shill number two, shill number two, Patreon, Patreon. We, we've talked about this a lot. We've, we've actually talked about this a lot. And if everybody, if anybody listening right now tunes out, I understand. But the truth is that the, doing the podcast takes time. I mean, the three of us have to coordinate a time. We usually record for, yeah, I don't know, roughly two hours after the podcast is over. I usually edit and it takes at least as long for me to edit it. Normally an additional hour on top of that. So another two hours of editing plus an additional hour. So I don't know, minimum every episode, we're looking at like five plus hours worth of work. And it's fun work. It's fun work. I know I enjoy it. Tom enjoys it. Travis, he loves it. I can I'm tell. I'm here. Well, and I will say when we have people that come to us in in a show or at a tournament and say they enjoy the podcast or the message, we get emails or Facebook, like truly that means the world to us. When we hear people say, we love what you're doing, or we've enjoyed your, or we, you know, we're laughing with you guys, like, or you can laugh at us. I don't care. But if we're bringing joy and positivity into this hobby, I'm, I'm happy I'm a part of it and happy to do the work. And what it is, is Patreon is a website that, that's meant for creators for a way for you to support them. Um, so feel free to go. If you go to patreon.com, Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. If you go to patreon.com and search Triple Drain, we're going to be the only <laughs> Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. It's right there. And you have the ability to basically select a tier. And it's just a, a financial amount. Whatever you want to throw us or support us with. Travis's camera went out again. So whatever you were going to say, throw another dollar in so we can actually get this guy some working equipment. But the truth is, <laughs> that's what, that's perfect time. All of this equipment we bought out of our own pocket, even just buying, a, paying a good artist for quality merch, picture. all that came out of our pocket. And, you know, we're happy to be a part of this podcast. But hey, if anybody listening wants to support us in that, what we will tell you is any money we make, it just goes right back into the podcast. So whether it's for better merch or to improve the equipment that we have or anything like that, that's our goal right now. So any money that we make on Patreon, truthfully, step number one is just pay off the bill that we just accumulated by designing new merch 
But once we get through that, we'll be honest. We'll be, you know, we'll be happy to share that. Um, so the goal is not to try to put Travis's kids through college. I mean, or his anime porn habit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but my thought is like, I would love to do a giveaway, send somebody a comfy, you know, or try to get, how do we get Keith Elwin a triple drain shirt so he can wear it at the next tournament? He's at, you know, that kind of stuff. It's just, we want to have more fun. But at the end of the day, we're already putting forth a lot of time, Tom a lot of work. Tom needs more L-E. Yeah, Tom <laughs> needs more L. Yes. But it's just, it's hard to justify putting in more money <laughs> into this, which is, it's fun. You give us money, yes. Tom <laughs> buys L-E. Please give That's us money so this. we can keep, yes, so we can keep having a good time. But so it's there, patreon.com, triple drain. We already, to be honest, this has gone live already. We we did a Facebook announcement. It was on Pinside. And we already have, I think we're currently at 13 people. And that yeah, even, no, I mean, like basically you're just, think, paying, right? you're just paying Joel and I to deal with Travis. And that's good. I think that's a valid reason. I think it's a valid reason. So 13 people, that is awesome. Like I was so humbled by seeing that thank even you, in the first you, two you. days. It's, it's, it's absurd. Like even the, the fact that there are 13 people that would support us. What I will say, I mean, we don't usually share numbers on TPN, but I know this, every one of our podcasts gets well over 2000 listens and that's awesome. Like it's absurd to me that there's 2000 plus people that want to hear the three of us talk like that doesn't make any sense. I don't want to listen to Travis it talk. It could be the same five people just hitting play on just loop. over and over I mean, again. <laughs> I don't know, but it's and it's across the world, which is insane to me. So if you're listening and supporting and enjoying this show, I'm thank you, thank you for listening to us babble. But here for the diehard fans, feel free, feel free. Patreon's out there. How I told myself is I have a few podcasts, like a Collected Gamers podcast is one of them. The Pinball Show is one of them that every single time it hits my podcatcher, I basically drop what I'm doing and I'm listening to it. And if we happen to be at that level for you guys, feel free to join the Patreon. That's all I can say. Um, there's my shill. There's my pitch. And I, Travis has a quite a weird, what are you just? I just, I'm making sure I, that your pants aren't I'm like too tight Travis's right now. You, mind right now. <laughs> I'm, I, it, I, I'm, it's absurd to me that I'm sitting in a basement in Indiana. Travis is in Wisconsin. Not Travis. Tom's in Wisconsin. <laughs> Travis is in St. Louis. Travis I is literally sitting in a Oklahoma. closet. He's in a closet. Okay. And the three of us are rambling. And there's tw- yeah. over 2,000 plus people that want to hear it. That's crazy mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> I think it's awesome. So thank you for all of our listeners and supporters. I think it's incredible. What, what Joel is trying to tell everybody out there. Thank you. That's what he's trying to say. I think I did. did in, I did in his say? Joel way. Yes. I just, I'm just, I'm worried for you right now. You're getting so fired up right now. You're like, what people can't see, you got like a giant smile on your face while you're saying it. It's like awesome. You're, you're in it's, total disbelief. I, I mean, I enjoy streaming. Tom, you've streamed some major, some major tournaments. And when you look down and you see that, oh, you know, close to 200 or 200 more people are watching your stream. And now all of a sudden people are gifting subs. Like that's something streaming and Twitch does incredibly well. You can do bits, you can do subs, yeah. you can like support the stream. Thank you for these, this seven plus hours of entertainment that you've been giving me today. It's a, it's awesome that it's built in podcasting. There isn't anything like that. So that's where Patreon steps in. And it just, I'm telling you, it's, yeah, it's the three of us looking at each other and rambling. So when we get that outside feedback, it's always surprising to me. It's always surprising. The pinball industry happens to have some pretty cool people in it. I think that's what you're saying. Yes. And yeah. It's, yeah. Yes. Oh, cool people. Yeah. Like 99.9%. 
outside of David Dennis. They're all really cool. <laughs> Which, yeah, somebody actually asked that. They're like, what What happened? Did something? <laughs> I defended on Pinside. Feel free to check it out. We're, but yes, we're just Tom, I mean, you know about David yeah. Dennis. He's you know, Tom, really as, nice as a streamer that streams large tournaments, it is incredibly humbling when you get that type of feedback. Oh, or yeah, support. absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Makes you feel like you have friends. So we'll have yeah. to tell Travis what that's like. Makes you feel good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've been nice to you, Joel, for like at least the past have, two minutes. You've been on a good you've been on a good behavior the last two two hey, episodes. But hey, hey, Tom, get yes. get your uh your little thing ready. Hey, oh. you ready? Wait, one second. Oh, he's gonna cuss me. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you, Joel. <laughs> oh, we missed it. It only works when when you put whatever. Anyways. All right. So <laughs> that's my that's the end of my shill so yes check out our merch on silverball swag check out our patreon patreon underscore or yeah just search triple drain you'll find it there are other patreons out there for other cool podcasts like eclectic gamers and silverball chronicles made one too so yeah just support whoever you want if you don't that's fine we'll love you just the same um so that's point number five point number six i'm handing it off there's a number six well, I forgot the number six, but look at the last one. I'm handing it off to Tom. Tom, you got something big coming up next week. Yeah, the Pinball Super Series at District 82 Pinball. It's going to be awesome. Six tournaments. A lot of, lot of pinball, Thursday through Sunday, uh, starting Thursday night at 5 p.m. So there's a knockout tournament. There's a bunch of knockouts and match play tournaments, but uh, it, it it's something you really got to check out. So basically uh, we're all playing in these tournaments and it's a series. So the, depending on how well you do um, over the six tournaments, we add up basically points towards uh, your, your ranking in each tournament and you can uh, win money. So there we go. actually Eric is paying out the top 20 people uh, and the pinball company is helping out by uh, helping pay the top three people as well uh, mm-hmm. in the series. So it's it's really cool. And you'll be streaming it, Fox Cities, I assume? I will definitely be streaming it on Fox Cities Pinball on Twitch. Fantastic. I think there will be around 88 to 90 Whoppers. Is that yeah, what it is for first yeah, place? Estimate it. I think there's like 150, 152 people signed up, something like that. Mm-hmm. With a bunch of people still on the wait list. I think it was something like 45 or 48 of the top 100 players. Yeah. Are signed it's, up for this. It's something so. crazy like that. I mean, that's like a that's like a major right there. Yeah, there's going to be some tough competition. No, that sounds awesome. That sounds really so. I I know. Basically, anybody from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I mean, there will be plenty of awesome high-end pinball to watch on Twitch. So, Fox City's Pinball, check it out. Show them some love. Throw them those those bits and those subs and all that. Should be a good time. I know the two of you, obviously, are playing in it, so good luck with that. And um, I wouldn't exactly call it playing, but... Well, no. What are you talking about, Tom? I'm going to win all six tournaments. I kind of figured that. That's what I was saying. I don't know why everybody else is even showing up. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's it. I know we wanted to record a quick one, really just to a quick one, an hour and a half, just to, uh, yeah, share our thoughts on Cleepin, Bond, 
we wanted to mention Super Series and all that. So, um, yeah. Anything but mainly else to sell our merch. We really yeah, wanted to do that. Just so, to yeah. 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 We're, we're hoping Joel's we're pulling on the heartstrings and everybody's like, do I, do I really need that cup of coffee? Should right. I, you don't need I that cup Tom of coffee. LE? Tom needs his LE. You don't, don't need coffee. Tom, Tom needs his LE. <laughs> we just, I think, no, we just, we're going to go down. We have 13. We're going to go down. Patrons at this point. Yeah, and send us, send us, a, send us an email to uh triple drain at gmail.com. Let us yeah. know uh, what you guys think. Well, what is funny is uh, on Patreon, if you do unsubscribe to somebody, you have, you're supposed to give a reason why. I can't wait for the first reason to be like, Tom doesn't need an LE. That's all they write. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's roll. Let's uh, wrap it up. Um, unless, Tom, did you have anything particular you want to say? I can I can hit the button if you need your cue. No, I'm I'm good. I, I, I already talked. All right. Then we'll just do the outro. Tom talked. Travis is giving me the evil eye. Travis is confused. Yeah, I am. Joel, so Joel, for sure, you know which Twitch stream to watch this upcoming weekend for tournament pinball, right? Okay. All right. I'm just going to get ahead of this. Okay. I just gotta take your steal yeah, your thunder. I'm just asking. I know I'm just asking you a that question. Carl D'Angelo streams tournaments on IE Pinball. Okay, I get it. I just didn't realize that. What was it? Pinball Lab or whatever that was. Pinball at the Lab. Pinball at the Lab. Joel, I didn't realize Pinball, at, pinball the lab. at the Lab equals Carl D'Angelo. That's what I missed. So somebody's like, "You gotta watch Pinball at the Lab." I said, "What's the stream?" And Chuck Work comes in with his quick whip, <laughs> quip of like. Oh, what a sad day for somebody not to know who Carl D'Angelo was. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yes, got it. Got it. I got any other dig you want to make? No, no I was just super making series, sure Foxy's you knew, pinball. like, Super Series. I was yeah, just yeah, making yeah, sure yeah, yeah. you knew, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. what to watch. Hey, wait, hey, feel free to plug, Travis, something that I can Fox see your content. Fox City's been You can see me on there. No, tra- Travis, <laughs> where, where do we see your content? What, what do you have to plug? I'm on this shitty yeah, podcast. He's got, he got nothing to plug. Here. Travis has nothing to plug. Okay. Yes. I plug triple drain every single time. Yeah. Nobody needs to plug three on of something. Us, yeah. Have you noticed how the three of us, I'm the only one that plugs They're our already stuff. listening to the show, Travis. Well, that's, that's like Tom nor there. You got a super series and being like, hey guys, have you heard about super series? And they're like, we're here. We're already freaking here. <laughs> okay. Well, you word it like that. It makes sense. But still, you know? Uh, okay. All right. All right well, I'm going right. to try that, but I'm going to do it to Luke. <laughs> You're going to do it to Luke. <laughs> All right, Tom. Like, hey, have you heard about super series? Yeah. <laughs> Tom, feel free to plug, man. Uh, I think I already did, but uh, you can find me at Fox Cities Pinball. Oh, on uh, on Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. All the things, yeah. All the th- all the stuff. But yeah, and I'm Joel. Damn it, I will on, uh, not do TikTok. Good, yeah. I know. At least, and yeah. Then I uh, <laughs> I stream for the Pinball Network every Wednesday night from ten to midnight Eastern Standard Time, and then yeah, check out the chatting streams. We had a really fun chatting stream. It's on YouTube about the bond reveal that was a good time then i stream for flipping out every other thursday i do this silly podcast and i have my own podcast just on the pinball podcast that i haven't done in a while but hopefully we'll record an episode sometime soon 
But if you don't know, burn that bridge. Well, if you don't know, (laughs) when Stern releases a new game, they don't talk to media for a month. Like that's their new rule. So if everybody's going, where's the bond info? A month. It's like they, uh, there's a word for that. But that only makes sense because they're trying to get you to buy their all access. Insider Connect, which I did. With Nate Shivers. I did. You get a cool coin. Nate Shivers is better than Joe. Wait, you got a what? You get a coin. You get like this little, it was like, gold it was a cool coin you missed out on the coin yeah i didn't get a coin i got a yeah, coin well. is this like the 39.99 thing yeah yeah maybe it's like new i used to be a member i don't well, think hey, I am maybe anymore. if we get enough patron money that we can pay off our art bill and then and Tom's maybe we'll put LA, that towards and then yeah. maybe we'll put that towards <laughs> insider connect accounts for all of us so we can stay on top of the news you know yeah <laughs> that sounds like a great idea yeah all right well um Thank you, Travis, for being here. And uh, Tom, you get the last words. Hey, uh, see you later. <laughs>